everyone, and welcome to another episode of Taco Bata Tuesday, the show where we eat healthy, delicious tacos and have conversations about life. You don't have to be the best in order to see success. In fact, you just have to know that you are worthy enough to keep going. This is what I kept telling myself and the big message that I kept saying over the last week or so as I traveled off to Las Vegas, Nevada for a World National Ninja Finals. Guys, what happened over the weekend was just unfathomable, and I can't wait to share a little bit more about it and how it relates to the topic of this week. But first, let's go ahead and share the healthy, delicious taco recipe of this week, which I was on the road. So my dad and I, we drove back from Vegas together and off to the right, we saw a sign that said Rocky Mountain Tacos. And that inspired me to think of a taco that would be sort of just like significant to Colorado, has like significant foods to Colorado. And so that's what I created this week. And no, for those of you that are slightly freaking out right now, I did not put Rocky Mountain oysters in this taco. (laughs) My dad really wanted me to. I said, nope, it's not the direction we're heading. That's not a part of my journey ever to have any of those things. If you don't know what they are, just go look them up and then you'll see what I mean. But it is full of basically a, a mix of a Denver omelet as well as the famous Colorado green chili, which if you've never had Colorado green chili before, this one has bison in it because bison is also a very specific sort of meat and food to Colorado. So anyways... I'm sure you're probably drooling just like I am because I just had the taco and I'm so stinking delicious. So if you want to go ahead and give it a try, you will want to check out the show notes before you leave the episode today. All right, you guys, it is time to talk about the topic of the week, which is basically inspired from my entire ninja trip. Last year, I just want to give you some perspective of just where I've been from July of 2021 to July of 2022. So this time last year, I was traveling again to go out to the same world national finals competition. It was my first year competing on a national level like that on the big stage on top of competing in the pros division. It was brutal. And out of like a hundred something ish athletes that competed in the pros division, I was dead last. I kid you not. I was in last place. And that was a really, really tough pill to swallow But I knew from, you know, my season previously that I was still trying to get my bearings in the pros division. I compete against some of the best athletes in the world, which means I get some of the hardest courses in the entire world. And I spend a lot of time on the floor, if I'm being quite honest. But I just kept going. And I knew that if I just stuck with it, that one day things were going to just start to click. Not all of a sudden, but just little skills, little shifts in my mindset, certain things like that, they were just going to click and I was going to get more confident. And then of course, fast forward, I got the call for the show. I really kicked it into gear, into training. And I just noticed this confident woman coming out of nowhere. And then I set my goal and my eyes on July of 2022, knowing that I was going to qualify to go to finals again. And I was like, okay, I want to set a goal this year to make it to stage two. That would be a really big jump, but I know that making it to stage two would be such a big deal. And that is something that is inspiring me to move. And so that's what I did is after the show, um, I started training for a couple of months knowing that, again, I was going to qualify for this and I really wanted to put my best foot forward and see some progress from the final year. And 
going from July of 2021 being in very last place to July in 2022, coming out of stage one, being the very first runner in the entire competition, not getting to see any other pro attack the course, being the very first person at 8 a.m. in the morning, I ended up top 10 that day. Guys, that progress, I have so many goosebumps right now. It just, it was the best thing in the entire world. And I made it to stage two. I achieved my goal, which it's not necessarily about that. It's more or less looking at how many steps I've taken to get to this point. I made it into the top 10 pro women out of 13 countries. Out of that many women, I was in the top 10 going on into stage two. And so as I was just like freaking on fire from the weekend or just from that day alone, you know, I kind of felt lucky that I made it into stage two. Like, how does this happen? Like, this never happens to me. And I went into day two just with this elated feeling of like, this is a bonus day. This is amazing. I'm so freaking stoked to just even be here. And I got crushed. (laughs) I got so stinking crushed on the course. Um... And, you know, I think there's a couple of things that fed into that. Honestly, I think it had a lot to do with just this feeling of being lucky over deserving and not having my mindset totally locked in for that day of like, okay, I deserve to be here just like the rest of them. Um, And I also think, too, it was just learning how to win, learning how to compete at that caliber. Again, I've spent so much time on the floor and then just watching these aspiring women go that I I, I never knew what it felt like to actually be amongst them and to do the dang thing amongst them. So I learned a lot. I learned a lot of lessons. And those are the lessons that I want to share with you guys today of how did I go from last place to the top of the pack within a year? So I think the first thing that I can say just in regards to what really made the difference outside of being called for the show was the fact that I had a goal that made me want to move. And that's fairly simple, right? All of us set goals all the time, whether they're daily goals, weekly goals, monthly goals. But sometimes I think we forget the reason as to why we set goals. And what I noticed is that these goals, and this, you guys, is so important that you take this and you grasp onto this, is it's not merely the goal itself that gets you to move. It's the proof that you build from taking action and going after those goals that really make the difference. That when you need to pull upon them in the moment where it's the big moment and it's time for you to perform and really get after it, that you have something to pull from. And so again, just to reiterate, this is all about you being able to keep your promises to yourself. And by you being able to keep your promises to yourself, you build this trust, you build this belief, and you build this proof so that when you go after things that scare the living crap out of you, when you're standing in the the way of fear and you're trying to make sure it doesn't take you down, it's the proof from the actions that you took going after these goals that inspire you to move that again, They're going to be the reason. They're going to be the driver. They're going to be the thing that you really dig deep into and you continue to take steps forward regardless. So I hope that that makes sense. And I'm going to actually touch on that a little bit more at the end. But now that you hopefully have a better understanding of why or just at least a different perspective on why I should set goals that make me want to move, now I want to share with you just a way to set inspiring goals And, you know, one thing that I posted on my social media 
yesterday was that, uh, you know, no one should tell you what your goal should be. No one at all should tell you how to live your life. No one should tell you what your goal should be. That can only be decided upon by you. And it, and that's the way that it should always be. And I think that the process and how to set your goals is, is very similar, that it should be decided upon by you. And it doesn't have to make sense to anyone else. But sometimes we just think, oh, they've got to be specific. They've got to be measurable. They've got to be attainable. La, 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 right? All the way down the SMART goals, which are great. Don't lose those things. But I want to give you a different way of maybe setting goals if you find that you're stuck or if you find that you're setting goals that are not getting you to move, that are really not inspiring you. And so the first thing that I want you to do is I want you to think about from this point until the end of the year, what's the overarching theme of like what it is that you want to accomplish? When I went into 2022, I thought back on 2021 and I was like, you know what? I saw a lot of success. Saw a lot of success in my business. I pushed really hard. I dug deep. I went after the dang thing. But what I really want to do this year is take that success that I've been able to gain in this life that I've been able to build for myself. And I don't want to pull back the pedal, right? I don't want to pull back on the gas pedal. I want to keep going, but I want to be present. I want to feel so much gratitude and I want to celebrate exactly where my feet are at right now so that that gratitude and that celebration, like that state, that peak state that it puts me in because I'm like, wow, I am living life on my terms. That peak state gives me the inspiration and the momentum to keep going after that future vision that I've set for myself. That's what I chose for this year was presence. And so I don't know if that is a word that resonates with you. I don't know if there's another word like opportunity or even like stillness or I've heard neutrality. There's so many words, guys, that you can choose from. But pick one. What's your overarching theme of where you're at in your life right now and what it is that you'd like to maybe feel or achieve by the end of the year? Make that the word. And then from there, you already heard this. As I mentioned, you got to put yourself in peak state. If you have no idea what peak state is, guys, this is going to blow the freaking roof off of your mind. Peak state is everything. You know that word called motivation? Yeah, well, it's complete BS. Motivation, you guys, is never there when you need it. It's just not. When you want to go and do the hard things, when you want to go do the things that scare the crap out of you, Motivation isn't there for you. That's why people don't get anything done. That's why we shy away from it. That's why we wait for a day when you, you feel this motivation to go after it. It's BS. It's never there for you. But what you can do is still create motion in your life. And the way that you create motion is through emotion. And emotion is created by your physiological body, getting your blood flowing, putting your mind in that excited, creative state. So what does that for you? For a lot of people, it's a freaking dance party. It's getting their body moving in a way that brings them joy. It's a workout, right? It doesn't matter what it is. Put on your favorite tunes. I don't care. What's that one thing that gets you excited that, again, allows for your blood to just flow and pump and you just feel like you're ready to run through some walls? That is what you need to do. And it doesn't take 10, I guess it doesn't need to take like 10 minutes or an hour. It doesn't need to take all the time. It just needs to be something that can instantly flip the switch. When you put yourself in that peak state, now you've put yourself in the most creative state. And when you put yourself in that creative state, what your mind can start thinking of and what you can brain dump out onto a piece of paper 
is freaking astronomical. And so this is where you're going to take that power of the peak state and the power of consciously shutting off that part of your brain that tells you, hey, no way, that's not possible. You can't do this. Putting those two together with a pen meeting a piece of paper and you go nuts on it and you brain dump ideas, you brain dump thoughts, you brain dump goals that excite you, things that truly matter, that move the needle forward to get you to live life on your freaking terms, okay? That's step number two. Step number three, you're going to look at everything that you just wrote down and you're going to pick the top three that really resonate with you. Some of them are going to jump off the page. Some of them you really have to think about, okay, in relation to my vision, what are the three that are going to move the needle forward maybe the most? And those are the three that I need to focus on. And, you know, I know that there's really nothing... I guess I shouldn't say nothing. There's really no such thing as balance, right? Like there's just some days where you have to give a little bit more to this area of your life and not this area of life. But in some sort of fashion, there still should be different areas of your life that are present. Like to give you an example, it can't just be all about work and it can't just be all about family. You have to be able to find time for a little bit of everything. So even if it's not 50-50, giving that time and that effort and energy towards that is important. So If you're trying to figure, okay, these are the top three things that I really want to focus on. What I personally did is I picked a joy goal, like something that brings me so much joy that allows for me to be the most authentic version of me that makes me a happy freaking Kayla. That is my joy goal. Then I picked a personal goal, like something that I personally want to improve upon. In my own personal journey, I picked a personal goal. Then I picked a career goal, something that I want to hustle towards. knowing that my career is the vehicle to live the life that I want to live, I want to make sure that I'm continuing to do that so that I can continue to do my joy goals and my personal goals and things like that. So maybe that will help you. And here is where it gets really important, you guys, is you can't just pick the three, stick them in a drawer somewhere and hope that they come true. They've got to be specific to the point where you can measure something. You have a exact target. You have a deadline. And you have a list of people that are going to hold you accountable, that are going to hold your feet to the freaking fire, okay? So those are the things that you need to make sure is, again, not just writing them down and hope that it happens. Make sure you check off those other boxes on the list because when you do that, you guys, and you actually start visualizing these goals every day, you're revisiting them every single day, and you start keeping your promises to yourself, holy cow, the trust and belief that you'll have in yourself and the proof that you're going to start to build, you will get it done and you will meet that expectation that you set for yourself that you're going to get it done. So that is just something that I wanted to share with you guys. And a lot of that inspiration came from the book, The Power of One More by Ed Milet. I'll actually be sure to link it in the um, actual show notes so that way you guys, if, if that was really powerful for you or if you follow my social media and you see the different excerpts from the book that I'm posting and they resonate with you, go grab the book. It's freaking phenomenal and everyone needs to read it. But now what I want to do is just navigate to this last part here, which is this idea of proof, right? Your book of proof, the way that you are celebrating your progress, the way that you are actually logging and tracking how life is showing up for you. Guys, that's why your book of wins is so stinking important. And I know that I'm terrible sometimes at doing this, especially celebrating myself and really being able to measure my progress from where I came from to where my feet are at now and not the reverse way, like how far I have to go. But some things that I've done, you guys, is I realize that 
I sometimes am terrible at putting pen to paper at night when I'm tired. And I'm like, oh yeah, I need to do my book of wins. And then I don't do it because my planner's across the room and all I want to do is lay in bed. So I downloaded this app called Wins. It's super simple. It's on Apple Store. I, if you have an Android, you're just going to have to look for something. Maybe he has it for Android too. I don't know. But it's just an electronic way for me to really track my book of proof. And so every day... I tap on this little button that says moments of joy and it gives me a category and I just write down these little moments that happen throughout the day that I saw progress in or that brought me just that little bit of joy. And when I go back on the days where I feel like I don't want to do anything, where I don't feel inspired or when I doubt, can I actually do this? I go back to my wins app and I look at something for that category of life that I'm experiencing that fear or that doubt or lack of inspiration for. And I read through those things. And I have so many goosebumps, you guys, because this was the reason that I was able to take top 10 this past weekend. Because as I was getting ready to go first, I sat there and I just thought about everything that I've done up until that point to prove that I was worthy of being here, that I was deserving of being here, and I was more than capable of putting on a freaking great performance as it relates to myself, not versus anyone else, but me versus me being able to make huge progress from last year. And what that did is that aligned my mindset and it locked it in to just do just that because my brain was starting to look for reasons as to why I could on that course and not why I couldn't. And so for those of you that are athletes, um, I actually got this from the podcast called Building Championship Mindsets. It's actually really good. And I recommend that you go and look it up on Apple Podcasts. Again, I don't know if it has it on Spotify or any other platform. But this woman, she's a doctor. She's a sports psychologist. She's really good at what she does. And again, it's called Building Championship Mindsets. And what I specifically did, in addition to looking back at on my wins apps to see, you know, okay, this is the proof over the last couple of months of the things that I've been doing to really put in the work for this moment, is she had me write down things, the proof within four different categories. It was physical, technical, tactical, and mental. Those are the four things that make up a phenomenal athletic performance. And so what I did is physically I wrote down certain training days that kicked my butt or things that I did or the workouts that I've done until this point. For technical, I started writing out, okay, you know, I've worked this specific obstacle on this, this, and that. Here's the things that I learned, yada, yada, yada. And I just went all the way down the line through tactical and mental. And when I got through, I looked at this and I was like, holy cow, I can do this. I can so stinking do this. And when I got done with my run, And I looked up to the crowd and I saw my kids and I saw my dad and I saw so many of my other friends from Colorado just like their faces were lit up. I kind of didn't have an idea of how well I did. I was like, okay, you know, that that felt like a good run, but I didn't really know. We went back and we looked at the points at the very end of the first wave and there was three days and I was sitting in first place for the females and I had beaten some of the men too. And I was like, oh my God. And I just felt deep down into my core, like this is happening. I'm going to stage two and slowly but surely, you know, I started to creep down in the standings because it gets better and better as you go throughout the day. But I ended the day in 10th place. And then going into the next day, like I mentioned, I got completely rocked, you guys. Oh my gosh, did I get rocked on that course for a, a, a multitude of different reasons like I already explained. But here's the reason why I'm not upset about that at all is because I know that all the time 
that I've spent on the floor (laughs) and working my way up to this point was time well spent. It taught me so many lessons. It taught me who I was and how I reacted and things that I can prove upon, not only as a woman, but as an athlete. This is my new starting point. I had the opportunity to taste success and to taste this next caliber of my journey and where I'm heading next. It wouldn't make sense for me to just rise to the top because what would I have to work for? I have to really dig deep again and learn the lessons and work on the skills that I need to work on and start checking them off one by one and using that experience, that little taste of success that I had over the weekend to do just that. And I have total belief that in a year from now, if I just continue to repeat the process that I did last year, keeping my eye on the goal, I have no doubt that not only will I be top 10 again next year, moving on to stage two, but I can compete for top 10. I can compete for top five. I can compete for the top spot in the entire nation. This year, I ended 15th in the entire world for this national competition. And it's because I chose To not sit there and tell myself the reasons that I couldn't do it because I wasn't the best person or the best athlete to step out on the floor, but because I knew that I was worthy and deserving and capable of going out there and putting on the best performance and actually achieve this goal that I've been setting my eyes on for the last year, that I could do just that. And that's exactly what I did. Thank you guys so much for showing up for you today. And I hope that there was some piece of this that resonated with you and allows for you to go back and to set those goals that are going to actually get you to move. But not just that, to also take a look at how life is showing up for you, of how the proof is sitting right in front of your eyes if you just choose to realize it, to realize and celebrate the progress of how far you've already come. Because when you can do that, that is going to give you the inspiration to move. And when you start moving and taking massive action in your life, there's no limit on the success that you can have. Until next time, you guys, go enjoy those healthy, delicious tacos, dream big goals, and I will see you guys next week for another episode of Taco Gata Tuesday. See you then.